All right, guys, with an impressive win over Jeff Neal and now the division up in the air, this next guest joins us to give clarity on what's next, the NMF himself. It is Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Welcome back to the show. How are you, man? Late at night, fresh after training and an MRI. Thank you for joining us, man. Thank you, man. Anytime, bro. You know I love chatting with you guys. But, uh, yeah, man, everything's great. Like you said, just got done with a, a good win over Jeff Neal. Um, injured my right hand, so I just got an MRI. I literally just walked out of the hospital, so I'm in my car, and it's like 9.30, so <laughs> I apologize if y'all can't see me too well right now. It's all my fault. <laughs> nah, man, no, nah, this is cool. It's kind of got a ghost stories vibe about it. Just quickly, with, with that hand, um, so you got the MRI done before. Is, is it a situation where it's still bothering you? Is it a situation where you're still noticing it? Take us into it. Yeah, so leading up to the fight, it was actually really good. I injured it a year ago versus uh, Vicente Luque. Ended up breaking both my, my left and my right hand. And it's my right hand, my, inde my index finger, the knuckle, giving me a problem now. It was great leading up to the fight. Um, after the fight, I'm not sure if I just traumatized it um, or injured it even more. But uh, about a week afterwards, uh, I, have, you know, I still have trouble making a fist. Um, a lot of swelling in the joint. So just kind of painful at the moment. Um, my dad just says I'm just being a pansy, but <laughs> that, that's, that's pops for you. But uh, uh, yeah, man, I just want to make sure that everything's okay. Doctor thinks it's a torn ligament, but we'll see. So I guess uh, whether you get surgery or not is, is still up in the air. Is this something that could potentially sideline you for a while? Um, I mean, especially if you're unable to make a fist at the moment. I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm hoping it doesn't. I'm 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 praying that it's just uh, something minor, maybe uh, you know a little bit of physical therapy, and then I'm good to go. The timeline is is April or May. I want to really step back out there in April or May. So I mean I'm I'm still working out at home, still uh, at the gym, still training, uh, helping guys get ready for their fights, uh, still sparring, but just keeping it light with my right hand, not just using it as my jab hand for for now. So. Um, if I hit a little bit too hard or accidentally hit an elbow, it's uh, it's it's one of those where I start breaking into some serious sweat <laughs> because of the pain. But um, at this point, I'm I'm hoping that it's it's quick recovery. I don't think breaking boards with sweet tea on the YouTube channel helps the hand. Does it, Stephen? <laughs> Dude, did you see that? Oh, my elbow still my elbow oh. still hurts. Elbow still hurts from that thing. Dude, those were like uh, the the easiest boards to break. But when you stack about 15, 20 of them up and no spaces in between, that, it, it becomes just a, a straight up brick. You know what I'm saying? So I could not get through those things. It was funny. Yeah, that was that was crazy. Hey, just quickly before we get off uh, yourself and in your physical uh, health and everything, it looks like you've got something on your on your forehead, maybe a scar or, or a cut. What's uh, what's going on there, man? I think yeah, on that side, yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, this was from the head. I got my my little Harry Potter scar now. Yeah, I actually have one. I've got a Harry Potter scar, which uh, I, which is pretty cool because after the last fight, I ended up headbutting Jeff Neal in the first round. I didn't know I was head I, I got I was cut. I just thought it was him, but um, found out real quick when I got back to my corner. They were shoveling some Vaseline in there, uh, but the doctor was like, "Hey, man, you know if this doesn't heal up too well, if it's an ugly scar, we can we can get somebody to get in there and fix it for you." I guess plastic surgery. I don't know, but I'm liking it. You know, it <laughs> makes me look a little tougher. 
uh, uh, gave me a little Harry Potter score. The kids love it. Hey, man, Mr. Steven, you're Harry Potter. Ah. <laughs> so uh, I'm kind of liking it at this point. <laughs> that's right. And the mums as well, because chicks dig scars, right, Steven? So that doesn't exactly. hurt Exactly. That's yeah. what I've been telling people. <laughs> chicks love this stuff. Um, let's talk about the division, though, because we saw that Hamza Chimaev was out of his fight with Leon Edwards once again. Just quickly, man, your reaction when you saw that this fight was just basically never going to happen. I know, man. I, I really wanted it to uh, wanted to step back out there. I was hoping that the the card was going to be canceled and they would try and push it to a later time. And I wanted to be first on Twitter to say, hey, man, I've been trying to get this fight. Let's make it happen or, or in April. I was hoping April or May. But, you know, he wanted to fight on, uh, on you know, March um, in March. So I'm, I wasn't able to to make that happen. So, uh, you know, I think they, I think, was it Muhammad, was it Bahal? Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, jumped in. Bilal Muhammad. Yeah, 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 Bahal Muhammad, sorry. He jumped in, which, which, you know, excellent for him, man. I mean, he's shooting a shot. He's stepping out there to face up one of the best guys in the division. So, um, hats off to him. I wanted to, I wanted to be me, but at this point, um, I'm kind of glad it, it, it didn't happen because the only person in the top five that hadn't fought for the title is yours truly. Well, uh, obviously, the, the title holder, Kamara Usman. I fought for the title twice, but not Kamara Usman. So I'm pushing for that, man. Uh, there's a lot of people um, on social media. The fans are kind of behind it as well, wanting to see me fight uh, Usman. So um, I'm keeping my fingers crossed at this point. So just to clarify, is that the fight that you're pushing for next, or you're saying that's kind of the, the end goal where you take a fight and then that leads you to you know the, the title shot next? I'm hoping that this this will be pretty soon. I'm hoping that, you know, because, I mean, uh, you know, I know they were talking about George Masvidal, but George Masvidal's last fight was Usman. Um, and, you know, Usman said he's not, he, he wanted that fight. He's the one that called him out. But then he, he retracted and said, I'm not going to be, you know, um, that generous. And so he's like, anybody could get it. So at this point, you know, I, I, I've, been, I've been trying to be, um, you know, loud and proud on social media. <laughs> I'm trying to do some, you know, things like this, interviews with guys such as yourself to try and push this man to make this happen. And as of right now, the UFC is, is behind anything the fans are behind. So the fans are kind of wanting it. And uh, I'm wanting it, obviously. Uh, I would love to fight Usman. Usman's a champ, bro. I love him as a champion, to be honest with you. He's a great fighter, great competitor. But, um, you know, I, I think I can go out there. I can win this thing, man. I told everybody in 2021 the belt's going to be mine. So that's what I'm pushing for. Mm, I love it when you're loud and proud on social media. You're still so respectful and awesome to everybody out there. But it's like <laughs> you're trying to push and push it a little bit. But just going back to Leon Edwards, a lot of people are saying if he beats Bilal Muhammad, you know, how can you deny this guy a title shot? But what's your opinion on what should be next for Leon Edwards if he beats Bilal Muhammad? There's two trains, trains of thoughts. One, this guy's gone undefeated for a really long time. But then also, Bilal Muhammad, as tough as he is, you know, not one of the top guys in the division, not in the top five. How would you sort of break it down? Well, I mean, if if Leon Edwards would have taken that fight earlier uh, last year, I would have said, you know, obviously, yes. I mean, if he he just hasn't been active in the, almost two years. The guy hasn't fought, you know, hadn't fought in almost two years. And it's almost like he's turning everybody down. I've called him out numerous times. Um, there's some other guys that have been calling him out, and he's just not taking the fight. Um so until the he, the reason the only reason he's fight he was supposed to fight Hamzat was because the UFC had kicked him out of the division 
out of the top five and I guess kind of made him fight him and say, hey, we'll get you back in the top if you fight this guy. And he's like, all right. I'm kind of speculating that's how it went down. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. At this point, I mean, yeah, I hadn't fought in two years. Nobody in the top five wants to fight him because he hasn't been active. I mean, you hear Colby Covington, uh, you know, talk about it as well, which makes sense. And then you got uh, Bahal Muhammad, who is, he, I mean, is in the top 15, I think, maybe. Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. If, if he goes out there and beats this guy, yeah, okay, sure, you know. But uh, I don't know if he deserves a title shot at this point. I think he needs to fight somebody in the top, right? Uh, you know, myself or George Masvidal or Kobe Covington to get that shot. Um, and that's just me. If that was a year ago, I would say, yeah, heck yeah, he deserves it. But now he's been sitting out for so long, it's like, nah, man, you got you to gotta have one or two more fights before. Mm. And then let's not forget, if Bilal Muhammad goes in there and gets the win, now you got a brand new guy in the in the top five of the UFC division. That makes things exciting for yourself as well. But you touched on it. Colby was on our show, and he, he spoke about Leon and not particularly being interested, saying how he doesn't want to do charity work for, for Leon. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to sort of get a little bit deeper into that and your thoughts on that. I think a lot of people expected Leon and Colby to happen. Uh, from a fan's perspective, very, a very fun, exciting fight. You know, two top guys. I guess some people can see Colby's reason for not wanting to do that as well. But do you also get a sense that there's a bit of a logjam at the top of the welterweight division where a lot of guys are kind of not wanting to fight other guys at the moment? Jorge is campaigning for purely for Usman. Um, Colby, you know, not really interested in Leon. There's a lot of that going at the moment and the division just feels stuck at the moment. Yeah. And I thought that after this last fight with Burns, it would kind of loosen up a little bit, but I guess now everybody's seeing themselves fighting for the title. I mean, my last, my last several fights have been guys significantly ranked behind me. I mean, ranked both, you know, Vicente Luque, Jeff Neal, and even even before that. Um, you know, some at some point in time, these guys are going to have to face somebody behind them. I mean, they, they you know, um, it, it, it is. You know, I was expecting after this fight with Burns, guys would start taking more fights and things going to happen. But I don't think Colby Covington, I think he's had one fight after he got uh, pieced up by Usman and even in that fight I thought he was schooled I thought he got schooled by Usman and Usman you, you didn't find it minutes. close I know people were like oh it's two and two going to the fifth I didn't what? think it was close at all I thought I thought Usman was piecing him up with, with striking wise yeah he was throwing a lot of volume but not a whole lot was 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 landing Colby Covington Usman was landing every shot um you know, and he was such a clean fighter and you saw it too in his last fight with Burns like his striking is getting better uh, every freaking time you see him. And that's a scary dude. A guy that evolves like that, he gets better every time you see him. Um, and you expect that out of somebody like the champ. Now, will he fight that way with somebody like me? I don't think so. I think he goes back to his wrestling. Um, I don't see him wanting to stand and bang with me. Um, the last two guys that he's fought, you know, or, or Kobe Covington and, and Usman, uh, Kobe Covington and Burns were wrestlers. So I figured he was going to keep the fight standing. But with guys like myself and, and George Masvidal, he's looking to get us to the cage and get us to the ground. But, uh, you know, against somebody like me who's got the third best takedown defense in the division, he's going to have a hard time for sure. It's interesting that you mention that because a lot of people noticing the improvement that Usman has made in his striking at UFC 258. Well, how would you sort of describe the level that he's at now compared to where he was a few fights ago? Um, well, just his, his, his calmness out there. He's always been a calm fighter, but the way I saw him take that punishment in the first round, now he may say he may not take a lot of damage, but he took some shots. 
he took a shot that both hands actually hit the floor and he stood back up. He took some damage. He kept cool. Um, he weathered the storm and that right there in, in its own just shows how um, mature he is as a fighter. You know, and that's why he's champion. Uh, a lot of guys get in that situation. They panic. They start swinging for the fences and then they get, you know, they get they get hit and knocked out and put to sleep. He uh, kept his calm, stayed covered, stayed on his toes, stayed moving, kept his shots clean, didn't move out of position, and he weathered that storm in the first round. And you saw him just come back in the first, uh, the second and third round and just dominate him with a jab, you know, with a jab. Um, you know, at one point, Burns looked to take, uh, trying to get him to the floor, but Usman stopped that real quick. Ah, uh-uh, son, I'm forcing <laughs> you to stand up and bang it out. And it makes sense. I mean, he had the longer reach. And it's almost like Burns doesn't know how to throw a straight punch. Everything he threw was just looping strikes. And for somebody with a shorter reach like that, you have to rely on your straighter punches to get to the target. You know, when you start looping your punches, it makes them even shorter. So Usman just stuck him with the jab, man, and beat him with the jab, which was awesome. At that level, when you beat somebody with a jab, it's like, daggone, boy. Like, you know, (laughs) this dude's making some improvement. So um, that's another thing that I got to watch out for. And, that's why I'm pushing for this fight so much because I really want to test myself against guys like that who's, uh, you know, I just want to fight the best guys. And he is the best at the at the moment. And people are talking about him being, you know, up there with George St. Pierre. And I'm like, hold on, you know, put the brakes on for a second. <laughs> like, you know, you've defended it three times. And George St. Pierre, I think it was like nine or 10 or 12 or something like that. He's defended the title. I'm not really sure. But. It was up there, and you're not quite there yet. Yeah, he's on the he's on the way, but he's not quite there. Uh, that's just in my eyes. I know you sort of put it out on social media that you're ready to go, and that's the fight that you want. But if he does see this interview, what 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 is your message to Kamaru Usman if he sees this? You know, just let him know that I'm I'm right behind him. I, I'm you know to watch out for me. And he even said it himself that one of the hardest guys in the division to prepare for is me. I'm going to give it the, give him the hardest fight. Um, but I'm getting better every day too, not just with my striking, but with my wrestling, my jujitsu and wherever the fight goes, I'm going to be ready for it. And if we, if we fight each other, I'm going to be the one with my hands raised. So let's go baby. I love it. I love this fired up version of you, Stephen. Um, you know what else I love? Walking around town with a smooth shaved sack. Thanks to our good friends at Manscaped with Lawnmower 3.0, the best grooming tool in the galaxy with the 7,000 RPM motor. It's skin safe technology so you don't cut yourself. Uh, LED light, it is waterproof so you can shave yourself in the shower or, I don't know, in the Amazonian jungle if that's where you find yourself. And uh, up to 90 minutes of battery power. You can get all sorts of other products as well. Well, such as the, the the crop preserver, the foot duster, so you can have all sorts of good ball colognes, be smelling good down there, be smooth, and um, get those balls licked, man. Everybody likes it. And with uh, our good friends at Manscaped, you get the 20% off promo code, which uh, saves you a bunch of cheddar. So check out manscaped.com for all the best deals. Use that promo code submission. Isn't that right, Dennis? That's right, man. And we're presented by Manscaped. They're an incredible company who supports um, a lot of personalities in the MMA world and the sporting world. So we always appreciate it. Make sure to check out their products. And also, while your balls are nice and soft and clean, why not make some cash? My bookie is the only place you could go to that give you the best odds and the best abilities to make money on the big fights and the big sporting games. And if you sign up with promo code SUBMISSION, 
my bookie will match your deposit halfway up to $1,000. How crazy is that, Cass? Halfway up to $1,000. There's some serious cash to be made, some big fights happening this weekend, and of course, UFC 259. How could you not go on there and make some cash through that? So go to my bookie right now. That's my bookie, M Y B O K I E. And make some cash this weekend. That's right. Cheddar makes it better. Uh, but I was going to say, Steve, while we're talking about big fights, you know, if if the UFC does d- decide to go down the route of uh, Usman and Masvidal rematch, which is obviously going to make the company a lot of money, um, how do you see that rematch going? I guess one of the discussion points is, can Masvidal have a different performance with more preparation time? What do you think? Do you think it makes a difference? I think so. I think it does make a difference. I mean, you saw in the last fight, it wasn't until the later rounds when he started getting taken down. Joyce Masvidal has great takedown defense, and he showed it. I think he stuffed 12 of the, of the shots, of, of Usman's shot. Um, but when he started getting late in the rounds, his cardio started to fade, and that's when Kamara Usman just kind of laid way with his game plan. Took him down, controlled him on the ground. <coughs> Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, I think with a, with a stronger camp and better cardio, Joyce uh, Masvidal's got a chance, man. And that's another guy you can't lay down on. He is crafty everywhere so i'm looking forward to that if that fight happens i'm definitely looking forward to it watching both fighters very closely I, and if i don't get Usman next man you know give me anybody give me colby uh give me give me leon edwards if he wins um give me nate diaz because i know he's talking about coming back in april or may one to fight at 170 i would love that fight man the the the, the former bmf challenger versus the the nmf you mentioned colby though I'm wondering, how would you see a fight between yourself and Colby playing out? Obviously, a phenomenal wrestler, a lot of volume, a lot of pressure, great cardio. How would you see yourself matching up with him? Because I guess he's in a position where he might be looking for a dance partner soon. And, and- yeah, and, and well, from, from the word I got, he's looking for just one dance partner, and that's going to be Usman. So that's what he's striving for. And he even said that, uh, or I, I saw in a recent interview that he's willing to wait for that fight. So um, we'll see. I would love that fight, though. I think it's a great test before I fight for the title um, to test my takedown defense, obviously, with a guy like that and my cardio. I'm known for my cardio. I don't get tired, man. The last time anybody thought I was getting tired was the uh, Matt Brown fight. And, you know, I was I, I was due to weight cut, and I've got that down pat ever since then. So, um I think that would be a fun fight for sure, man. I think I would piece him up. I know my striking's a lot better than Usman's. Um, so if I stuffed that shot, and I fought some very good wrestlers in my in, in the UFC, and um, I would love that fight as well. Mm. You're, you're one of the nicest guys in the company, always one of the best guys behind the scenes and stuff. But I, for some reason, I get this feeling from you, and maybe from some of the previous comments that you've said, Colby's maybe one of the guys that you're not really a big fan of in the division. Would I be accurate in saying that? Is he... One of those guys where when you get the fight lined up with him, you're actually kind of excited to get in there and figure things out. Well, as a per- I hear as a person, he's actually a really nice guy, but his persona, I don't like. I think I, I think it's just, I don't know, it's kind of cringe. You know, like he really doesn't, it comes across, he really doesn't mean what he's saying. And sometimes he can get a little too personal with people. And it's like, come on, man, you kind of going below the belt there. So I, I don't like his persona. Now him as a, as a, you know, legit human being i hear he's a great guy but his ufc persona i just want to poke him in the eye and i'm like stop <laughs> it dude stop so that's just me i'd love to see a lead up between the two of you guys i think it'd be fascinating obviously colby would say a lot of things the, the trash talk would be at level 10 and i would love to see just sort of you know how you handle that and what you would would, would come back at him with i guess your whole thing is killing with kindness though right killing 
kindness. I'd eat them up with just kindness, man. I'd love the guy, hug the guy, you know what I mean? You know, love him up. Like, listen, man, I love you, dog. Let's make this thing happen. <laughs> He's sitting there talking trash on the other side. Like, sometimes it has a reverse effect. Like, you know, people that trash talk try to get under your skin, but sometimes I I can get under their skin because they can't frustrate me. You know, they start getting mad or they start making themselves mad. Oh, it's funny. I love this game. I love it. It can be very disarming. Well, kill him with kindness. Follow the man on social media at Wonderboy MMA. Always a pleasure to chat to you, man. Good luck with the hand. I hope it's nothing too serious. I hope you don't require any surgery. And I hope um, that April, May timeline is uh, is going to come to fruition because we miss seeing you in action, man. So thank you so much for your time. And uh, have a great rest of your night, Stephen. You guys too, man. I appreciate it, man. Love chatting with you. Let's do it again soon, please. Always love chatting with you guys. <laughs>